Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner and Friends on uh, Absolute Radio. I'm, in fact, I'm with two men this morning with um, Steve Hall and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15 if that's working. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good morning, Good uh, morning. gentlemen. You've rapidly lost faith in even the text system. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be fine. Hey, what about this? Oh, no, oh, nice. Yes, I've never done the show without uh, a female. Yeah, before a veritable no. sausage fest. Oh goodness me! <sighs> See, that's what it's going to be. Right? <laughs> what the use of the word veritable? <laughs> yeah, it's making things a bit don't, classy. D- don't think that that makes it better, Steve. <laughs> Um, yes, so one thing we probably won't be talking about today is what colour that dress is on the internet. <laughs> Who is that, cares? Is that the thing that happened last week? No, it's, a thing, it's a thing, it's a big thing this week. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. This is because you shun social media. It's, oh, right. um, I think I might have just seen it in a paper, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what, I know, yeah. yeah, I know the story now. Yeah, I think it's blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care about it. All right, you don't. No. Oh. I don't. Uh, speaking of clothing, though, here's okay. a story. Here is a story. <laughs> I was sent uh, a free hat this week. No way. Um, a themed hat. You know, oh, really? f- are you aware of Fortitude, the um, Sky Atlantic? Uh, oh yeah, I've not watched drama. it yet. I've I been have. Set in the Arctic wastes. Yeah, I've been watching it. What do you think? I like it, but I've not had a free hat, so... Well, you know, as we say in showbiz, there's no such thing as a free hat. (laughs) (laughs) And once I'd got it, I thought... A lot of hungry people in show business say that, don't they? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, um... I thought, well, I ought to watch if I've got the hat. I mean, that's how it works, these these promotional things. I thought, you know, I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch it in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of hat is it? What it's what I would call an Elmer Fodd hat. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, the ones with the, the furry ear, ear covers. Yeah, so... Um, it's worked. It's a marketing campaign that's worked. Yeah, well, if you thing want is... To, if you want to get ahead, get Frank Skinner a hat. Yeah, the problem is, I, I didn't... I watched it, and very early on, there was a bit of mega violence. Uh-huh. Uh, a polar bear uh, bit somebody's leg off. And I thought, I don't want to watch this. This is not me. Hmm. Uh... There was a moment when I, I, I felt completely calm about global warming. <laughs> 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 I thought, you know, come to think of it, they deserve all they get, Paula Bears. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, they are big. They are, and a, big a, scary, a bite a bloke's leg off. What kind of an animal does that? Yeah, did you turn it off there? Because other stuff happens, but I don't want to I talk know, to you about it if you jump ship early. No, well, I um, also, it's one of those, you know, your modern drama, mm-hmm. the idea is um, a sign of quality if you can't tell what anyone's saying. Right. I had a bit of that, you know, people saying, <laughs> <laughs> It's all like that. <laughs> I did think then I might have to take this hat off. Had <laughs> <laughs> you, you used the Velcro on the uh, Elmer Fudds? I, 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 I couldn't hear that. Basically, got ear defenders on. So no, it was one of those dramas that's a bit too much like drama, right? For me, it was, it was quite serious and lots oh, yeah. of shots. It's a very impressive cast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks and, uh, very much. I should say I broke my arm earlier this week. <laughs> 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 I was going to break it to you. 
Oh, no, that wasn't... I didn't mean a joke then. It no. hasn't been a good start to the show in many ways. Oh, I think it has. Oh, do you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on, take your arm. It's not often you, you're, you're the voice of optimism. Uh, rarely the ray of sunshine <laughs> in a room. No, I'm, 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 I'm pleased about this. I'm quite enjoying the Boise thing at yeah, the moment. Yeah. What shall we... This week's um, texting, what's the best fight you've ever been in? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, I tell you what I'd like to ask you as men... Yes, mate. <laughs> I was going to get all blokey. Yeah. We're trying our best, trying our best <laughs> to get blokey. I, I, I don't know. I'm a, yeah. I'm a bit testosterone intolerant. It's not very. Uh, it's not three like really big alphas in here. No, is no. It? I don't know. Two of you have got beards. That's true. And yeah, I'm yeah. the king of new ladism. Yeah, I should be with a shout. <laughs> and I, I did press ups all the way through that last song, didn't I? Just constantly. I'll tell you what you don't do anymore. You don't get up and move your back about like you used to. Is it all right? Are you cured now? Um, I, I, I manage it better. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't. Um, back management. Yeah. yeah, back management. Yeah. <laughs> you, we got you. You got a nice couple of rollers, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I, I I do self myofascial release, you know. Oh uh, right, release muscles. It's, it's working yeah. for me. It's working. And, uh, when Alan stayed with us, he he used our our roller, mm-hmm. and he liked it so much. I got a text from his from Mrs. Cockrell saying, uh, uh, "What's that thing that Alan used? I'm going to get it in for Christmas. <laughs> Don't tell him about it. Shut your trap, all right?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you got a surprise roller for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. For your back. Well, for my uh, for my aching muscles, yeah. Marriage is a very practical <laughs> thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it is comes in the north. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, well, now, do you ever get this? I was leaving the house with my uh, my partner on Thursday, and she said that you're not going to wear that jacket, are you? <laughs> I said, well, why do you imagine I've put it on this close to the door? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no, it's a joke, isn't it? And she honestly said. That is a joke. And I said, no, I'm going to wear it. She said, and no, it's a joke. Oh, and wow. no, I think if I said that to her, it would be... Yeah, I mean, that sounds like conflict, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. What sort of jacket was yeah, it? Yeah, we need more information yeah. about this. Do you remember Ralph Malph from Happy Days? <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you remember those sort of college coats? Yeah, like a baseball type Yeah, thing. like a different coloured sleeve oh. to her. Excellent. Yeah, it was okay. one of those. It was a New York Mets jacket, orange, <laughs> an, orange an orange leather sleeve, orange leather, and a blue uh, <laughs> blue um, body. Uh, maybe that's maybe it was the fact it was a Mets jacket. If it was a Yankees jacket, she's looking at the Mets because they haven't won a World Series since 1986. She said, uh, "Is that an actual fact?" I think oh, it, would. I think it <laughs> might be you. Bring that up. Um, so, <laughs> so she. Uh, Yes, yeah, she, she was very uh, derogatory about it, and uh, and I felt. I tell you what happened. I sort of. I, I thought no, I'm not going to have a um, tell me when or what jacket to wear, but then I really started to feel that I couldn't go out in it. It was like, it was like those <laughs> dreams. You know those dreams when you're just wearing a pajama jacket and nothing yeah. else, and you're out in the streets. I say dreams. I, I meant photo shoots. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my grinder profile? <laughs> Did, but, it, did it make you feel bad about the times you've criticised what I've been wearing on this show? <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, it was it was horrible, really. I, I did actually take it off and change and put oh, something no. else on. What did you put on? Something less American? Yeah, less yeah. baseball-y? 
Yeah, I put on uh, cowboy outfit. <laughs> 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 no, I, I put on something very plain a and cagoule. sober. And oh, she oh. says, she, she said, you can't go out looking like a teenage rapper. <laughs> I said, when I was old enough to go out looking like a teenage rapper, rap was not really in the public yeah, consciousness. Yeah. So, uh, that could be I a th- new direction, I, MC Skinner. New direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, magazine I used to subscribe to. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, but it's 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 wrong, isn't it? Isn't it wrong for yeah. a partner to tell uh, another partner what they can wear? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're all right with that. Would you dare tell your partners? Oh, I wouldn't wear that. No, no. I mean, I. Uh, but I have had things that happen the other way. I mean, I'm not a fan of the word, but as you know, my wife did say to me once, you are a fan of a chavvy tracksuit top, Alan. And uh, <laughs> and that was her way of saying, I don't really like that one that you've got on. Well, you've so, gone double I mean, denim today, fair Yeah, point, I like yeah. it, though. I'll tell well, you what you've done We've about double denim in the past, though. <laughs> I know, yeah. but you've you gone... love it, and I like it. You've taken the back door with that. You've uh, you've gone Here for a go. darker, darker jeans than than the shirt. Well, that I do as on if, purpose. As if we would notice that was double denim. Yeah, but... If you wear two matching colours, it can look a bit like you're in a denim onesie, can't it? And you've got to be careful. I would like if you came in in a denim onesie, I would I would dance. I'd I would that. dance a, a modern interpretive piece <laughs> about the fall of the Roman made? Empire. Well, it's I probably quite help, easy, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it just a boiler suit? If we can pretty source. similar. I know you'll be able to get a denim onesie. That'll be on the that'll be on the market. Oh, I great! Say. If uh, if any salvage denim suppliers are listening, I'd be up for that. I love the idea <laughs> that Quo sit around post gig drinking <laughs> in their hotel room wearing denim onesies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't you love to see that? No, would you? <laughs> We've heard from the outside world, Frank, and uh, since it's such an all-male show, I think that we should celebrate that. Um, And so I've got an email here that uh, is titled Frank's Snooker Earworm, and uh, what better for three men to do than to discuss anything to do with snooker. Mm. (laughs) Dearest Frank, Emily and the Cockerel, but in particular Frank... I've recently started playing snooker dot 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 for fun. It begins. <laughs> I didn't think professionally. <laughs> and as a result, Frank's earworm has now become mine. Whenever I or one of my friends plays a safety slash snooker, I can't help but say, ah, the game of chess played on the green bays. It's making them all hate me. It's totally worth it. Yours as ever, Mr Cross. Hello, Mr Cross. Yes, it was something that I heard... Um Whispering Ted Lowe say once, the game of chess played on the green bays. But I didn't just—I didn't really say when I, I said it all the time. I said it in in the most uh, intimate of moments. Oh goodness me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I used to do in snooker halls is I used to whistle the very first part of the "Some Mothers Do Have Them" theme. So you play snooker and you go. <whistles> And then you wait, and someone almost certainly will come in. <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those. Let's try it. Aren't they a place of quietness, snooker halls? Well, you've got to allow for a bit of um, hobbob from the gangster fraternity <laughs> <laughs> that you'll find in every snooker yes, hall. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was once I invited to a snooker hall, and oh, somebody yeah. said, oh, 
do you want to come to this dodgy snooker hall? And I thought, are there others? Like, that doesn't seem to be like a... I've, I've never been in one that hadn't, didn't have a slight air of menace about yeah. it. But, that's, but you, that's what you want, isn't it, from a snooker hall? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Steve? You're a big snooker man? I, I'm snooker loopy, you could almost say. Oh. There, was a while, there, was a, there was a phase in my life uh, where I played a lot of snooker. Was there? I got a, yeah. You played? There, there was a snooker table at, at my college at university. And uh, <laughs> there would often be quite a Now you've Steve Hauled it. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> but, um, it, it, it turns out you played it in a sort of postmodern way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there were people who, who would sort of try and place bets on games of snooker as if it was the hustler or the colour of money. Right. But obviously, a game of pool is over a lot quicker. Yeah. So <laughs> there'd be these agonising sort of 45-minute frames of snooker <laughs> to win one pound. Oh, that yeah. moment when you've been playing pool regularly and then you play snooker, it's, it, the balls are way off in the <laughs> distance. Yes. You can see the curvature of the earth <laughs> if you get your nose right down. Miles away, the ball's on a snooker tape. I don't know how anyone does it. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I want to tell you what I bought this week. I'm of an age. I bought myself a nice big magnifying glass. Oh. <laughs> Is this for reading? I thought you were going to say a zip-up shoe or something like that. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's, it's not for, no, not reading, it, but it is for, like, looking at, um, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a book about the history of uh, comic books. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just wanted a bit more detail, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I got myself, like, a big, uh-huh. uh, it's a helix. Is it to look at pictures, then? Because mm. there's comics pictures. Because they're in there. they're actually reproduced a bit smaller than the, uh, so, uh, yeah. But um, it's got a light on it. About that. No. So you, when you press uh, the the button, it, not only have you got magnification, but illumination. Nice. So. It's amazing what they can do yeah. now, isn't it? Well, you can really, really freak is. out an ant. Yeah. Because you'll see the magnifying glass and think that the light is the sun being yes, refracted. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that is what I was worried about when you said you'd bought a magnifying glass that the ants, you know, they can get hurt, Carl. That's the first <laughs> thought, though, isn't it? Burning insects when you mention it. <laughs> yeah. So I mentioned it to a couple of people. I've got a magnifying glass and they've said, it's, I don't think it's. You might have to wait them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I said, no. I'm going to read with it. Those are some of the early Sherlock Holmes stories you never hear about. <laughs> exactly, yeah. When when Watson comes in and says, What's that smell of smouldering <laughs> carapace, Holmes? <laughs> oh, no, no, never mind. Sounds nice. <laughs> Good dinner. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I got... I, well, actually, I got... Uh, I already had a, what I would call a travel magnifying glass, a small <laughs> fold-up one. Right. But this one... I'll tell you what I noticed about it. It's... Um, you know when they they write on the packet what what things um, what qualities the item inside have oh, they yeah. itemise list <laughs> and they think well we want to put a few things so they put some things that are good and then they put like the most basic uh-huh. things as if it's a really strange feature like with the light they put um, underneath it they put ideal for use in poor light conditions <laughs> <laughs> but that's true of all sort of torch based. Gadgets, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to be using one in bright light. What's the point? It's a waste of your battery power, isn't it? Um, high quality glass lens. That well, sounds... I mean, it's a magnifying yeah. glass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want from a magnifying glass. But are you almost hearing them in a sarcastic tone of voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Have you ever seen that QVC when they talk about jewellery and they talk about, the, they, they say the most basic things, like, you know, and that would, you can imagine that just, sta- it, that, that fastener thing would mean it would, it would just stay on your wrist, you wouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, I bought some trousers and it said, um, multi-tooth fastening device providing both privacy and easy access. <laughs> <laughs> There was a, I saw it, someone had put a picture somewhere on, I think on Reddit or somewhere like that, of a £40 uh, ba- uh, bag of marshmallows. Uh, wow. They'd seen it, you could buy it on Amazon or something like that, £40 ba- bag of marshmallows, and under the nutritional information it had just said, uh, if you're buying this, you're not interested in nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember the old joke? I, um, I dreamt I was eating a giant marshmallow and when I woke yes. up the pillow had gone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm you could playing. actually, you could use this as a as a pillow, couldn't you? You could actually <laughs> oh, do it. An ever an ever declining pillow is yeah. a bit more. <laughs> what colour? Were they were they pink and white? They or were just, pink and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Can you get other colours? Of marshmallow. Yeah, I've never seen anything other we, than pink and white. I've been wondering what today's texting could be. <laughs> what colours are marshmallows available? No, but I'm with? talking about that specific, those little ones that look like... The, the, you say if you had a chair that you didn't want to scratch your wooden floor, you could put them on the bottom of the leg. Yeah. Those ones I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. I've only ever seen pink and white. Who made that decision? That's another texting. Who yeah, made that'd that be decision? very... Be on Wikipedia, <laughs> aren't it? Marshmallow <laughs> colouring... Um, re- Notific- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm drowning. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, We've had a strong response on the marshmallows. Oh yeah. Uh, someone insists uh, on Twitter that they have seen yellow marshmallows. That's from uh, Chris Martin, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> S- SPG says I've seen yellow ones. Mm-hmm. I, I think that might be someone taking vengeance on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never eat yellow marshmallows. That's, That's a, a basic good rule. Basic rule of life. <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't. Um, we've also been invited out tonight, guys. Um, I mean, we don't normally do, uh, you know, like birthday requests and stuff like that. But we've had an email saying it's my wedding day! Exclamation mark. I suppose mm. if there is a day to use the exclamation mark, it is your big day. Uh, dear holy absolute trinity, today is brackets hopefully set to be the happiest day of my life. There's a lot of, already the exclamation yeah, mark. Yeah, in the yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. It's, this is. Have you ever heard punctuation dragged down <laughs> a, a, a marriage like this is? Uh, as I marry, I'm, my, I'm waiting for another question mark. <laughs> as I marry my beautiful fiat. Beautiful fiance. Amy, Question mark in brackets. <laughs> Full stop. Okay. We've spent many a happy. What's Saturday it say in morning. Birmingham? No, Amy McWilliam. McWilliam. <laughs> Amy McWilliam. We've spent many a happy Saturday morning listening to you guys while posturing about. So I thought I'd say, should any of you happen to be in Norwich tonight? And let's face it, why wouldn't you want to be? That bit was in brackets. Hmm. Um, please feel free to pop in for a bacon sandwich and a bit of a bop in the disco. Thanks and all the very best, Michael. We've been invited to. Uh, I think that's a wedding reception, isn't it? Fantastic. Is that a party? Oh, yeah. And they don't mind us all wearing varsity jackets. No. <laughs> who wouldn't? We, well, um, we should say who would Elmer Fudd hats. We yeah. should say that we've discovered that the varsity jacket is, is the technical oh, yeah. name for the Ralph Mouth jacket, as I was <laughs> calling it. People don't know who Ralph Mouth yeah. is. But then again, I had... Um, I heard... Oh, God, I can't remember his name now. It was an ex-Liverpool player. Jamie Carragher. No, on, on Match of the Day. Mark Lawrenson. Oh. I heard Mark Lawrenson say, well, you'd, you'd have to be off topper to catch that. 
Alf uh, Topper. Alf Topper was a, a character in comics when I was a kid in, in, in a strip called The Top of the Track. He was a, an athlete, a runner. Uh-huh. Who try, he, he, he was by, by day, he was a welder. Wow. And he used to train on fish and chips. And well, he just said, it. you'd have to be Alf Tupper to catch. Yeah. No one questioned it at all. need to make more people knowledgeable of Alf Tupper's work. I'm launching a oh. charity called Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Well, Lawrenson's doing his, but you should phone him. <laughs> it's great, it's never explained, no one questioned it. He just referred to Alf Tupper and they moved on. <laughs> Fantastic. Lawrenson at his best. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Now, um, there are three boys today. It's me, Steve and Alan. And um, something happened this week which I challenged my masculinity to the absolute ultimate. See how you would have coped with this. Oh, yeah. Um, I was, my girlfriend said to me, we were sitting in the car at the time, have you ever thought of having a, uh, a one-off parking lesson? She <laughs> said that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. Yeah. Well, she's been at you this week. I know. In a jacket. I know. Merciless. <laughs> um, but um, you know what? I have gone away, and you know, at first, you when someone makes a suggestion to you, often you you, yeah. you get a bit spiky, and you know, so we're talking about rubbish. I've gone away on my own and thought about it, and thought. You know what? That would make my life a lot less stressful if I if I could really, you know, reverse into a small space. Really, you know, you see people yeah, do it yeah. quite quickly, straight in. Yeah, mechanics when they're always moving cars about, they could park on a fifty pence piece. Yeah, they, those guys. Yeah, maybe yeah. you can drive uh, drive better if you've got like a plastic cover over the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those big bits of paper for yeah. your boots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, could you do it? Could you yeah. phone up a driving company and say, I'd like just an hour of parking? Yeah. <laughs> and how would you do it? Would you drive around and then you say, there's a space, in you go. <laughs> you just drive park. Or find another park. one near. I don't want to do too much driving. <laughs> yeah. Or do they just work with the same space? You have to come from a different angle. Maybe. Yeah. And you go around the block with someone in it. I mean, I've never been in the car with you, but you do seem to hate reversing. You told me that... Um, well, Exactly. It's not, not natural, not is it? <laughs> it's not maybe we natural. could maybe we could source someone to you know to teach you just an hour, a bit like finding a babysitter, yeah, someone who'd be just really good at parking. Well, like, yeah, a, like if there's a valet, if there's anyone who like works in valet a, parking, it's not like finding a babysitter at all. Is it a babysitter would just sit there while I park? This is someone who I want to say to me now. What, here's what you want to do when you come in like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as someone who has the formula for parking. I parked the other night, we got back to my house, I parked, I would say it took me eight minutes <laughs> to park outside, outside the house. It not, not a tiny space. Just typical. Just you, kept hitting the curb, come out oh, a bit really? more, hit the curb a bit. Just to, it's, I steadily, steadily, steadily inched it round. Maybe <laughs> came, every reverse maybe brought it round another inch and a half until uh-huh. eventually I was in there. You know, I was exhausted, uh, absolutely well, exhausted. If there's anyone right. listening who works aspiring? in maybe Formula 3000 or something like that. <laughs> see, it's all right. see that'd be, I'd be fine doing um, Formula 1 and stuff, because they just drive and then people... You know, they never really park. It's all forward, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You never see them <laughs> reverse. 
Has that, they got reversed, those Formula I, I One read, cars? I mean, it's a bit of gossip. I read that Lewis Hamilton can't reverse. He just doesn't... No, well, there you go. ...mucks it up every there time. There you go, you see. <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, this is Frank Um What's the name again? Skinner on Skinner. Um, on Absolute Radio with um, Alan Cochran and Steve Hall this morning. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, I'll tell you what I watched. Well, I, 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 before you do that, may I just uh, read an email that's one of many that we've had uh, in the last few days. Um Addressing the uh, the cape as an issue, uh, there's an email here, Cape Fear. Will Frank be revisiting the wearing of capes after the hashtag Fallen Madonna incident at the Brits? So I feel like it's time to bring this to your attention. That uh, Yes, new new uh, new readers might not know that oh, I, of I, course, yeah, I, t- I talked about the fact that I was going to start wearing a cape because it was a much... Um, Is it, was it when you were re- reading Dracula? No, I went, I went to a fancy dress party as Dracula and... Um, the great thing about when I selected my cape, I thought, well, this will fit. This will almost certainly fit. That's the great thing about capes. Yeah. Um, and there was lots of pluses wearing it there. It just gave me a lot more freedom. <laughs> and I found that if I, if I, you know, if one r- runs for a boss, it's quite spectacular in a cape. Right. <laughs> so there was lots of reasons. Um, clearly, Madonna was listening and thought, I'm having that. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, I think Madonna might have been watching me. Many years ago, I was in a show called The Fen Street Nativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and in it, I play, it's, it's based on a kid's nativity. We all play children. And I am King Herod. And I walk to the top of the stairs and step on my own cape and fall off. And I think Madonna saw I'm having that as well. <laughs> <laughs> she's got all your gear. I know, she's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got briefly excited because I heard someone said to me, did you see the fall on the Brits? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... <laughs> that that would have been special. Yeah. Madonna singing Bingo Masters Breakout. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on exactly the same note, it's rare that I think the Brits could be improved by a slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Well, I was just happy that um, steps were on it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good, very good. Phew. Thanks very much. Tune in next week. We're done in, here. Forced <laughs> into a corner. So this, surely Madonna falling down the stairs, Alan at last must have proved beyond doubt that there is a God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? You, oh, you, I mean, I well, the great thing about it. it, in fairness to Madonna, it wasn't... I didn't think that it was just her who fell, but when she walked up in the big cape uh-huh. and she's saying that you just have to be yourself and and all that stuff, I thought it kind of represents the way the Brits does, the way the whole music business takes itself so seriously. They all think they're like philosophers and stuff, <laughs> and they're all imbeciles. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so, it felt like the whole thing came down. It wasn't just Madonna. It was like the entire music industry came crashing down. Oh, with it was so <laughs> so perfect. I've Kat said to me, um, and this is my partner, that she couldn't sleep that <laughs> night because she was laughing in bed <laughs> so much. It, not many people are kept awake by laughing. <laughs> and um, when I got in, she said, you've got to watch this. And we sat and watched it seven or eight times the next morning because <laughs> I'd missed it that night. 
we we watched it over and over, oh. and I, I I was I was lifted up by it. <laughs> it was oh man, so marvelous. What happened there? That's <laughs> what I felt like saying. <laughs> it is, it's kind of that's the thing that's most because the fall itself, it's not, it's it's quite a worrying fall. And yeah, it, it's the fact that it's her. It's not. It, it's there is an element of slapstick to it, but it's it's it was startling the attitude of the nation yeah. to one human being. Well, she's yeah. a similar age to me, and I, I know what a fall can mean at our age. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, you know... become a woman that has falls. That's two, I say the two of the biggest changes as you get older is your fear of falls and the flu. Because <laughs> they're both killers. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be, you know, a prob- you know, a bit of a nuisance. Now they're killers. <laughs> they, they worry about that for Madonna. If they're just outside her hotel room, if there's suddenly milk bottles piled up. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> be coconut water bottles, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> but... Uh, I still, I don't know. I still thought she looked great. Yeah, oh, she looks looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, we can have this conversation. There's three blokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, she looks all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I tell you what, the other the, the other thing was is they were all um, uh, backing dancers. Were oh, all, yeah. They had like um, devil horns thing, didn't yeah. they? Were they min- minotaurs or oh, maybe. devils? But anyway, they had big pointy horns, so they were kind of... You could see they wanted to help her, but it wasn't safe. Because <laughs> <laughs> of their horns. Yeah. It was terrible. They were moving and thinking, oh, God, I don't want to... The health and I don't want to prong her now. Yeah. God, it reminded me, I was in... I think it was Lapland, and I... Uh, I fell over, and there was... Uh, no, I tell you, it was, it was um, Kenya. And there was uh, an impala. I, I fell flat on my face. He just looked at me. I could tell it wanted to help. Uh-huh. <laughs> wasn't safe. Funny <laughs> oh. you should mention her uh, dancers. I noticed in the um, in the stills, like you know, the photos in the newspapers. One of the dancers had like a tattoo of sort of text. You know, quite oh, a yeah, long. Oh yeah, people have that, don't they? Writing. Yeah, and apparently that tattoo is now Madonna's bookmark. That's oh. uh, that she's reacted badly. We don't know what's <laughs> happened to the man who pulled her over. Presumably, that. it's we, not his fault. We don't know it? the fall fallout, do we? That's what we want to know. How mad she got? Maybe those. Maybe that tattoo of text was actually instructions for the dancer behind him. So. I think he'd just been sleeping on newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite being, you know, he got, she got yanked off stage at the Brits, which, from the sounds of things, you would have liked to have happened to you that time. <laughs> oh, happily. I'll tell you what, I, uh, d- g- um, Daisy, our producer, was just saying what a great job um, Anton Deck did. <laughs> but I could see in Anton Deck's eyes, I know that look. And it, I, it's the same look I had the night of the Brits. Oh, yeah. That please anything i i would happily a massive thunderbolt <laughs> left me just like a smoldering pair of plimsolls <laughs> to get me out of this they both looked as if they were men at least they had each other they were able to hog and weep in the dressing <laughs> room <laughs> they're probably still lying in spoons now having done it just <laughs> they weren't nothing they weren't nothing it's impossible to be funny yeah. in the brits well, I, I saw impossible. an interview with them where they were saying that they, you know they were looking back on it Thing, oh, you know, that's that's that finished. And they look over, and Madonna's had this big fall. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, they're just, they're just going to thank that nothing bad's happened. Oh my god, <laughs> they didn't look like men who thought nothing's bad happened. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've I'm not blaming it. them at all. I know, I, I know that feeling. Fall. I was that soldier, yeah, 
But I could see that look, that look of dead behind the eyes. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Anton Dick. I was uh, Jimmy I was Carr speaking. as well. All oh, right, yeah. Torrid time. Time. I bet he's he's never been more happy to see someone fall over. <laughs> I thought, oh good, no one will remember me now. <laughs> I was talking to it's, a friend. It's, it's, who... it's a graveyard for comics. What the Brits? the Brits? Yeah, is it? I've never been, or in fact, never I've never even watched it. Never go. I've certainly never hosted it. I don't think. No, I was, I I was trying to remember if you'd hosted it. I could check my old <laughs> you diaries. You hosted it, Steve. But... No, no. Okay. no. I think I was busy that night. They went with Corden instead. Uh, fair enough. Did you see Kanye? That was the, that was the other was sensation he, of the Brits. Was he on in the show? He was. He, he was on. He was controversial. Was he? Lionel Richie was not happy. Oh yeah, he swore a lot, didn't he? he said well, I don't know because be most said. of it was muted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it he was. Ah no. Yeah. It, was, it was basically Kanye West like. doing a Norman Collier tribute act. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tell you what, I, am I right in saying that that number he did was from the new Annie movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it really had a look of that sort of musical <laughs> thing, didn't it? It's like a, it was like 50 people on stage all in... Um, Grey. All in hood, hoodies. Right. It's, like, it's like, it's the middle-aged man's nightmare. You step out your house to see what all the noise is about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can... Uh, yeah, it was... Um, I, I couldn't really understand it because I would say sixty percent of it was yeah. um, muted. It was indecipherable. Did no one say? Actually, can you do another song? Is that one? <laughs> yeah. I, I say song. That's what they need to say. <laughs> I say song. Obviously, you're not. But could you do one with less, you know, controversy in it? But I think they were probably didn't feel they could say that. Too. Lionel Richie's I'm not face. Sure, is I'm funny. not sure how approachable he is. Can you? Can you? Oh. <laughs> uh, people tune in now think he's died <laughs> he's alright Kanye is alive and well and being sullen somewhere Absolute Absolute, Absolute Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio imagine you head to Nando's for some medium hot wings then a world famous rapper shows up and causes chaos is that a line from the John Lennon song no nope. <laughs> <laughs> not my words <laughs> <laughs> words of, I think it might be the Daily Mail. Ah. Um, you know, Kanye, before his uh, headlining spot at the Brits for the O2, he, uh, he he went for a Nando's with his pals. Uh, maybe not his pals, his entourage. <laughs> yeah. Is it entourage? Pals is such a Scottish homies, Grammy word. With his homies. His homies. Yeah. <laughs> and they went for a Nando's and he stood on a table to allow people to take selfies with him. So all, yeah. the, all his fans were at the bottom with their phones out and he's just kind of in the background yeah, he went it's full coyote ugly <laughs> <laughs> he stood on the it's a tricky piece great. of composition isn't it the yeah. photograph with a man standing on a table you've got to you've got to be quite foregrounded you're liable to yeah. lose a bit of focus well, on yeah, one yeah. of you and as a result because it's a weird thing he looks like he's been photoshopped into his own photos yes. <laughs> and people are is saying it, oh this um, is great it's really good of him it's really good of him to give everyone yeah. that opportunity it's not great for the person that comes in next and has to eat chicken off some table yeah. with two massive boot prints on it is it yeah. very and they don't have plates in Nando's I don't know do they <laughs> just eat <laughs> straight off the work yeah. surfaces it'd be very tempting if he was eating if he was just about to bite into a Nando's to interrupt him and go now Kanye I'ma let you finish <laughs> but Colonel Sanders had some of the best chicken of all time <laughs> can we say that all the chicken is uh, available <laughs> No, it's um. It's, I also like in the pictures. He's he looks he looks amazing, 
But he's also got an umbrella in his back pocket. It is pocket. a brolly, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he? I, 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 I was. I stared at it for, that'll, for that'll some be, time. That'll be a riot stick. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. Um, I can't believe that Kanye. Were, he wouldn't need an umbrella, would he? Some people would. Uh, they'd form a natural arch above him. He probably oh, yeah. has acrobats that form an natural <laughs> arch above him. Yeah, did acrobats? That's what Madonna was practicing for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't, don't get it. I'm having age now, I don't get it. I don't get the umbrella. I, I agree, with, I, I find it weird. Like, he's meant to be kind of cool, and he's walking about with a brolly. He's not like a 1940s gentleman or something, is he? But he's also, he's got the hoodie he doesn't need. Yeah. <laughs> did I tell you, I watched, um, I think it was Mary J. Blige, and she did a song. She's got a lovely voice, Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Much obliged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she did, uh... <laughs> She did a couple of uh, verses, beautiful, uh-huh. and then a, a rapper comes and he goes, "Hey, and uh, you know, you know, you know what they do." And I, th- I, I thought to myself, wouldn't it be brilliant if she had never heard any rap <laughs> before and said, "We do it," you know, I'm doing. What is that? You're going to just talk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I went down there. Whatever, ever made you think that that would be all right? <laughs> Anybody could. D- Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, didn't happen. No, that's a shame. I also Ed Sheeran. I enjoyed at the Brits as well because he he it. just had a proper party. He won two awards. He went out. He had a massive night of it. The photos of him as the night goes on. He just has the thousand. He looks like he's doing an impression of the Pepper Army Man. His oh, eyes really? are so glazed and psychotic. <laughs> but he's just had we a great had time. Shot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just what ginger people look like if they're not in bed for about nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a ginger son. I can vouch for this, even in the two and a half year olds. <laughs> <laughs> they're only a, a second away from the hangover look. They're a pale race. The gingers. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Can I say a thought did occur to me about Kanye's getting on the table in order for people to do the selfies with him? Like, I don't think that's that original idea. I think he's got that from being in London. I think he's just been walking about and going, oh, look, there's a statue up there, I'll get a selfie with it. Apparently there's one of him, like, just underneath Nelson's column from the previous days. That would be a tricky composition. Exactly, but he's, you know, he's robbed the idea. It's not that clever, is it? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he wouldn't say that if he was here. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, what? You know what I'm talking about? Might he get me with his umbrella? (laughs) 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 I'm not scared of any man that carries an umbrella. That's one of my rules. If you're scared of wet, I'm not scared of you. Did I ever tell you about when I got blanked by Madonna? Did I tell you about that? No. I was in a cinema, and uh, she's leaving early. So um, she's asked to squeeze past our knees, one of those things. Mm -hmm. So I looked up, and I went, oh, hello. She just looked back at me and then looked away, carried on going. And uh, I was with David Baddiel. He was looking at me in horror. And I said, uh, can you believe that? What, I've, you know, I've, I've met her loads of times. And he said, have you? And I said, yeah. I've, you know, I've spent like a couple of hours with him, re- really friendly, and now suddenly... He said, I never knew you knew Madonna. I said, that was Danny Bear, wasn't it? 
And he said, no. That <laughs> <laughs> was Madonna. <laughs> so I'd said to Madonna, hello, how are you doing? Oh, I made a complete fool of her. But even so, she could have said hello, couldn't yeah, she? Yeah, she could have And you know, I cursed her that night. And now? <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw someone had been sat, there was some premiere in New York, and someone was sat behind her, and she was texting mm. during the film. Oh, no. And so he sort of, and he didn't realise who it was, so he taps her on the shoulder and says, sorry, can you stop texting? And she turns around annoyed, he realises it's Madonna. And because he's asked her to stop texting, her response was, Enslaver! <laughs> wow. Wow. She's gone big there. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big word. It's an overreaction, I think. What about when I was watching Doctor No at the BFI and there was a bloke behind chatting and chatting away? And I said, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to tell this bloke in a minute. And then I, instead, from what he was saying, I worked out that it was... Is it Ken... Not Ken Morse. Who's the guy who did the designs for Ken Adam or something? Come on, Steve. I should know that. I don't the know. The guy who designed... It was him telling the woman with him, oh, yes, when we did that one, of course, very difficult, oh. we had to build the whole... So it was, in fact, it was like a director's commentary yeah. type thing. <laughs> I'd <have to> shut <laughs> up! <laughs> anyway, be careful in cinemas. Yeah. That's the motto. Uh, we've had, have we got time to read this email? Oh, oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. It's been a very exciting week for me. Has it? Because uh, they are they are uh, Absolute Radio's featured artist of the week and my favourite band Blur. What does that mean? Blur. Are, uh, Do we have a featured Blur. artist of the week? Yeah. Blur Absolutely. are back. No one and, uh, tells me anything at this station. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Blur, it's, I, yes. love, I, I love Blur very much. There are people who despise like Blur really push some people's buttons. So, so when I get excited about them coming back... Now that's Tony Blur, you're thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to citizens arrest him. <laughs> so Blur are back, and uh, they are... It's, it's their, their new album, the first album with Graham in 16 years, uh, and they're playing Hyde Park, and uh, my wife is very long-suffering with this, because the pre-sale went on, uh, and so I was trying to be there. I'd, I'd arrange it with all my Blur fan club friends. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm 38 wow. years old. Uh, bless you. Sorry, everyone. Uh, I planned Blur. it out with military. When you decision. say the pre-ticket sales, there are certain things. If you pre-order the album, or if you're a, if if you're sort of signed up to various Blur fan club things, oh, as, which you are. are. Yeah. Uh, and so we planned it out with military no. precision exactly who we were going to get tickets for, and I then overslept. No, and completely ruined the plan for for all you my have friends. Got a capacity for oversleeping. I do. I, I, I do like I do a schluff. Is that a Yiddish word? I, I, I think so, yeah. Okay, I like it. So what's happened? Have you got a Blur ticket? I have. I managed to... The thing is, they're playing Hyde Park in. I'm hoping they're going to do some warm-up gigs because in the past when I've seen Blur at Hyde Park, it's been slightly traumatic because they're wonderful, but some of their fans can be quite aggressive. The last time when I saw them at, really? at Hyde Park in 2009, there was a guy in front of me who had another man in a headlock <laughs> and he was saying to him, uh, if you ever mosh into me again, I am going to break your jaw. Right. And this was during Tender. <laughs> you know it's, that doesn't it's, it's a very um, it's quite a violent and unpleasant place Hyde Park at the best of the time yeah yeah mm. didn't used to be it used to be a lovely peaceful gentle place of course it was called uh, Jekyll Park in those days because <laughs> <laughs> we've talked we've talked you're, you're quite a fan of Damon Albarn's cycling style uh, yeah, he's got a strange, like, I think his hamstrings might be a bit tight, to be honest. But <laughs> he, might, he should really get some of the hard balls that I've got for self-myofascial release that we were discussing yeah. earlier. <laughs> and I also did consider one of the Blur uh, members' ex 
his old motorcycle was on eBay for sale. It's a oh, weird yeah. bit of memorabilia, isn't it? I didn't buy it. But was I, it more expensive because it belonged to a? Don't think so. No, I think it was about what it should have been. Yeah, I, I showed yeah, it to you. Yeah, didn't yeah, I? yeah, yeah. Yeah, Coxon was getting rid of. I think he was doing it for charity as well. Oh, was it? God, he was oh, Graham not thirty seconds ago, and now he's Coxon. Yeah. Kylie's playing. Uh, yeah, she's the night. Off. She's the night after because that's because Blur are playing, uh, and I got very excited about doing it, about getting tickets. And then it was only after I booked the tickets, my wife realised that I'd kept hidden from her that the gig is on the day of our daughter's first birthday. <laughs> so, so uh, Polly's first birthday party is going to be sat in a field with some ear defenders on. <laughs> so oh, really? why, why has that man got that man in a headlock? So you'll take her along. <laughs> you won't go for babysitter and night out. No, no, no. It's yeah. a great think, place to go to a gig, though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Kylie's the day after. Uh, I saw uh, Kevin Spacey in Hyde Park. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't on stage, just <laughs> behind the bush. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Oh, I did a gig this week. Uh, or rather, I didn't do a gig this week. Uh, I, this is it. Well, what, what, what is this? Multiple choice. Shro- Schrodinger's <laughs> comedian. That's me. I, uh, this is what I, I'm such a big draw. I, I had a, a gig booked in, uh, mm-hmm. and nobody at all came to the gig. <laughs> not not one human being. Absolutely no one. So, uh, so I feel great about myself. We should <laughs> feign concern. Instead, we just chuckled. <laughs> yeah. It's good practice for Edinburgh. I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Edinburgh yeah, preview. Yeah. <laughs> but how did that happen? Uh, well, it's you know, it wasn't was, your gig, was no, it? No, no, it wasn't. It's uh, it wasn't, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Hall. <laughs> no one turned up. You happened to be on. Yeah, I was on a bill. And, okay. Um, and usually, when a gig's not going to, so you know, they'll sometimes sort of say, "Can you tweet it? If you can, can you push it on the tweets? Do they? If it's not selling, one of the things they say. But um, <laughs> oh, do <laughs> that. <laughs> but it, it turned into a lovely evening because the other comics. Uh, and we got to sit around just reminiscing, shooting the breeze. You know, often, ordinarily, you know, it's a competitive arena. Uh-huh. Everyone's, someone is about to go on. Someone's either done badly, usually me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had a nice reminisce, and we got to talking about the olden days. And I'd say that having been, you know, barely been a comedian for ten years, but um, talking about the the glorious nutters that we used to gig with. Can you still say that? I don't know. I'll have a look the magnificent there. nutters that we used to gig with. <laughs> I don't, and, uh, I don't think because because we were sort of at the tail end of the eccentrics, like it's, you don't really get on the new act circuit. You don't really get the the proper loonies anymore. And we we were sort of aware. The one I don't think you can say. <laughs> we, we, we was all right of, with eccentrics. We, we were kind of aware that when we were first going, the severely mentally ill were still there. Wow, who's, who's on the phones? <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was intrigued. Oh, <laughs> See, what, what were the classic eccentrics of your of? Given that you eccentrics are more right with yeah, eccentrics. And my well, the one that everyone I think mentions from my era is the Ice Man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who used to wheel on a large block of ice on a trolley and then melt it with a blowtorch whilst telling quite quite mundane anecdotes <laughs> about his life. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds great. Why have I not heard about him? But before? he wasn't. He wasn't entertaining, but it was very. He was the one everyone talked about the next day. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's good. He, I, we were so happy he existed. He's what they call the comedians, comedian. Yeah, not too funny. Was the logistics <laughs> of getting an ice block? That's the. Like, I know he always idea. managed to have one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know now. Had he got? Had he got his own show on television? 
I don't know what the health and safety would yeah. have been on the blowtorch either. No. I mean, he never got it, hardly anywhere through it. He, really? you know, Yeah. Takes it. I'm talking about a, as I re- remember it. I know the memory, you know, makes things bigger often. Yeah. Well, I've got memories that make things bigger anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was a, a block of ice that you wouldn't have been able to have. You know, you'd have struggled to lift on, on a trolley like a big block of ice. So he, he, he never really got properly through. How it. did he get it anywhere? Oh, he had a trolley. He had a trolley, that's all I know. It must have been in a yeah. car boot. If you had the gigs involving staircases... He didn't, he didn't look like the sort of person who drove. <laughs> <laughs> he must have bought it on public transport. He must be around, the Iceman. I haven't heard of him for a long time. But he was... Um, yeah, I like the fact that there are, there are people like that. that they yeah. exist. It's come, let's, we'll come back to this, I think. It's, it's worth, oh, it's I've got a bit high. Way. Just got a little bit high. <laughs> it's all right. I'll be OK in a minute. I feel <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Steve Hall. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Now, we were talking about... Uh, we eccentrics at gigs. Does seem a long time ago, doesn't the it? The halcyon yeah. days of our early careers. Yeah, yes. different respective decades that that occurred. Mm-hmm. My favourite ever weirdo that I've seen is a, a bloke <laughs> who's still weirdo. I think it's all right. Uh, Weirdo's fine. He, um, he was a, he, he performed. He was a, this is an Australian uh, guy, and he performed under the name Hammer Time. Uh, and uh, he would basically do Did he puns. get a lot of MC work? <laughs> <laughs> he, he would do puns. That it, that, that along the lines of, I got it, like, bad puns. Like, I got into an argument with a loaf of bread. It was a very sour dough. Right. That kind of thing. And, right. he, and, and he would finish it off by saying, that's bread humour at its absolute finest. Right. But nice. his twist was, he would bring a choir with him. So, so there's, there's footage of him on YouTube where he's sort of doing these fairly basic kind of open spot gigs... But he's got like seven or eight people that he's roped in who do really carefully rehearsed dance routines and chip in. <laughs> wow. And, it's, and it sort of elevates uh, what's a, basically a pun led set to some weird performance art level. Yeah, it really knocks out the chance of a break even on a gig as well. If you've got seven choir boys with you to pay their train fares. <laughs> yes, well, I used to travel with seven choir boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's hard to make a profit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to know that Hammer Time always managed to claw it back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I Chris mean, Luby, of course, he was a famous. Oh, one. yeah, he was the man who did like um, sort of military impressions. Did you ever work with him? Oh, Steve? I never saw him. No, yeah. he'd begin. Her Majesty the Queen has two birthdays. That's how he always started. <laughs> then he would do the band. <laughs> <laughs> it was really <laughs> impressive, except when he was drunk. He'd then say, and then here comes the band. (laughs) 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 Just rubbish. And he was drunk quite a lot. Mm. But I I, I once um, drove him to, I think, to Glastonbury. And um, when we got in, he went, chocks away, and all that stuff. And we were driving down the motorway, and he began... (laughs) He couldn't stop. (laughs) I'd have liked that. No longer with us. Yeah. I got some uh, fantastic advice from uh, one of the circuits uh, 
eccentrics. Do you remember Woody Bop Muddy, who yeah, oh, he's yeah. fantastic, who makes a living largely throwing rice at the audience <laughs> yeah. um, and a lot of it. I mean, he, he throws a lot of, and it's a real mess afterwards. <laughs> and he gave me a lift to a gig and a gig uh, a lift back. And it was when I was sort of um, just becoming established, like starting to get paid gigs and stuff. And I was asking him about agents and this and that. And uh, and he was talking about that side of things, like the business side of it. And he said, of course, it's all tax deductible. The rice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what a great perk. <laughs> 18 bags of rice a night. <laughs> I used to work with that bloke, Paddy Field. He used to. He used to <laughs> lie. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, I also once went for um, a Chinese meal with a load of comics, one of whom was um, a, a, a Scottish open spot. I can't remember his name. I think it was Kenny. And he presented, to use a medical term, as a really normal guy, quite a good open spot. And then we got to the Chinese, and he became a really creepy customer in the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the waitress put down the food, and he went, Oh, haven't you got lovely wee hands? <laughs> I think everybody oh. was at the dinner table just went, Oh, this guy's one of those ones. He's one of those odd open spots that just yes. becomes weirder and weirder the more you get to know him. So I what don't happened know what's to, him? to him. I don't know, but... Yeah, he was a strange one. Um, <laughs> I, like, I like that story. We just, sometimes we just do sinister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a tone. <laughs> yeah, he's still out there at large. <laughs> we've uh, we had a few texts in Frank earlier on. You were asking if you could do parking lessons, and I said, "Well, well my I'll... girlfriend suggested that I did parking lessons." This is the woman who said to me, "I don't drive so much because I don't like. I'm I'm, I'm gr- perfect at driving. I can't do roundabouts." Right, they are, part of they are. It's restrictive. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I, I predicted that we would get a lot of people suggesting that you could, they could teach you um, to park, uh, and almost immediately we had. I'm a breakdown driver in central London, and I could teach you Mick the Spanner. I mean, that's got to be a positive. He's he's got a spanner as well. So yeah, he's the kind of guy. Um, hi Frank, I can teach someone to parallel park in three minutes. Ian in Croydon. Wow. That's good. I've got a stopwatch, if that helps. <laughs> yeah. If it, if it runs at 3 minutes 15, but, then you can, yeah. you know... T- yeah, he's made it sound like a challenge on you bet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, three uh, minutes. Denise in Derby has texted, if you find an instructor that does parking lessons, can you please ask if they do garage parking lessons? I have padded mine all round the door frame, but I still knock the wing mirror off at least <laughs> once a week. You see, it's, it's, it's quite hard driving. Mm-hmm. And somebody else emailed and said the Institute of Advanced Motoring do parking uh, like workshops, like little do courses. They? You can do a module. You can really? do a parking module. Yeah. And the Institute of Advanced Motoring are um, like they're really yeah. safe. They're Those courses arriving must be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. L- leaving's an absolute dream. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be really late? So sorry, I've been driving around, around trying to find a parking space that was about thirty feet. Yeah, I need three. Yeah, I need three. <laughs> I bet they do that deliberately. I bet they move a load of cars so there's some quite tight spot parking spots. Right. And then secret camera. And then when you go in there, you're the subject of the seminar. Oh, that'd be brutal, wouldn't it, to find that now? Late news coming in. You having your hand a piece of paper? Queen, <laughs> Queen is still alive. Oh, good. <laughs> Hooray. Still there. Yeah. Thank God for that. It's a grand, grand old lady. 
The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Delighted to fulfil my obligation on this show as motoring correspondent. That was what you called me uh, a, a little while ago. If um, you was to yeah. switch the light off in a room, could you say it had been delighted? Delighted? Yeah, yeah why not? I'm going to do that. I think you should. <laughs> Next time I switch a light off, let me write that on the back of my hand. Do that now. D. No, I don't want to switch the light off in here. Yeah. Anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> you re- There's lots of them. If you remove the fortified wine from a cupboard, it's been deported. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, but I would say one thing we've learnt in recent years: if if you work in radio, never put the lights off. Okay, good rule. Good rule. Um, there's a there's a story from Scotland about the the happiest lollipop man in oh, Scotland yes. who's been uh, barred from high fiving the children on their way to the school. Yeah. I have to say, the happiest lollipop man in Scotland. You could probably be a manic yeah. depressive and qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still doesn't That's sound very happy. lollipop <laughs> man in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it still doesn't sound like the top of the chart. I didn't know they still existed. Apparently they're now called um, school crossing patrol officers. No. They are. No way. Well, I'm not changing. I'm still going with lollipop, man. But it's a health and safety thing, isn't it? This this is why they've... Yeah, what about the high-fiving? Yeah, they've... Is that what it is? Well, I I think it's safe. If you can see it, if if a lollipop man is keeping his hands where you can see them, the parents should be reassured. (laughs) Also, Steve. he's meant to put his hand out, isn't he? He's meant Steve. to put his hand out. I think um, the idea is that he's supposed to stand with his arms spread. And that's... One hand has got the lollipop, it, yeah, obviously. Yeah, one with the lollipop, the other one, um, the bare palm. And, and the traffic, face the traffic, yeah. as if yeah, to yeah. say, oh, wait, whoa, like that. Yeah. And it look, in that stance, they look a little bit like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know that that moment? So, do you ever get this? If you're driving and somebody crosses the road and holds their arm up oh, to yeah. stop you, that <laughs> really winds me up when they do that. Why do they do that? Like it's going to stop. I thought, you feel like, well, let's see. Let's see if that would stop the car, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, do you ever get that when you, you actually have a moment when you think about driving straight at somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that happens about three times a week. That I yeah, I have. It goes through my mind. I think we well, you know three years in prison. <laughs> read a lot of books. Similarly, also get I, fit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Do Explore it. both sides of my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> both during yeah. that time. I think there's just two. <laughs> I don't know. There might be more. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like this lollipop man. He, in the interview, he's a very jolly man. But he used a phrase I've not heard anyone use for years. He was describing how ridiculous it is. He said, it's a carry-on. A carry-on. I love that phrase. Excellent. Does he high-five with his hands, or does he use the, the, the sign? <laughs> <laughs> do they sort of dong, dong? Do they no, I think it's d- the hands, because that was what I thought. There's not that much health and safety jeopardy there. The day he's doing high-tenning... And he lets go of the lollipop yes. and it slices a child right down the middle oh. and it falls. Then that would be um, then, then the help yeah. and then he'd, be, like, he'd be known as the scimitar man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I until am. then, it's fine. I haven't seen. I've, when's the last time you saw a lollipop man in action? Um, I, I saw one in South Manchester where I live being shouted at by an angry motorist reasonably recently. Is it just there aren't any? Yeah, it, it said that. It said that they've they've got um, special lollipops now with cameras in. Yeah. Because they get a lot of abuse and threats from drivers. <laughs> Lollipop. These yeah. are people who are letting small children <laughs> cross the road safely. 
On what level are they abused? An interesting rule, Frank, actually. I don't know if you're uh, aware of this, but the lollipop has a little black stripe on it, and the uh, lollipop person carries chalk with which they can write down the registration of any car that refuses to stop. Is that right? That's amazing. That's a little interesting rule from the motoring correspondent (laughs) on the show, though. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) But who wouldn't stop when children were... yeah. Monsters, horrible yeah. drivers. Well, there were interviews with do? the locals at this school. What and, can and we do about <laughs> these people? <laughs> Most of the parents were like really in favour of I me. Mean, there was one woman being interviewed who hated the fact that he fought her father. Just a miserable old woman. <laughs> who, who was just going, "It wastes my time. It wastes my time." <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I don't know what. This is from the, the country that brought you the Eurythmics. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You liked my little fact about chalk on the. Uh, That's lollipop. brilliant. Did you make it up? You're going to no, tell us that you made it up. Okay. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm surprised actually because I thought it was kind of boring for me to know that. But um, I'm no, celebrating my boringness in 2015. It's one of my New Year's resolutions, is to celebrate my boringness. The other one is to put a napkin on my lap when I'm eating. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's a bit <laughs> boring. And that is fulfilling. <laughs> that is That's a bit boring. Um, what if two right. cars abuse him? Is it the room for two licence plates? I think plates so, yeah. On? They could just write smaller, couldn't they? That's one of the It's options. the red card, the yellow card thing, isn't it, really? I think they then speak to the local authorities. But um, anyway, my boringness is, uh, yeah. is really... It's really kicking in. I was in um, the popular shop, T to the K to the M-A-X-X, earlier this this week, and um, I didn't want anything in there except for I bought myself a packet of three. It's a boring fact. I bought a packet. TK Maxx is TJ Maxx in the United States because they didn't want it to be confused with the well-known department store TJ Hughes. I like that fact. I don't think that's boring. I find that interesting. I just never heard it. I've never seen a TJ Hughes in my life. That that interjection came just as uh, as Alan had said, I bought a packet of three, which implies that his his time on the road could have been more fun. I did buy a packet of three uh, small (coughs) torches in Ah. TK Maxx. That was the only thing I wanted in the whole of a massive store. And I bought three little torches with batteries in the same packet. And I thought, ooh, they'll be good for camping. And and that's what I bought. That's boring, isn't it? How small are they? They're about... The s- half the size of a pen. That that's oh, they are small torches, yeah. but bright. They're really good, actually. Are they? Yeah, I'm really pleased with them. Do you know um, how many lumens? Um, is he moving towards the fact you've got us one each? No, they're for, um, <laughs> they're for the family. They're for the family. And also, yeah. even my YouTube consumption is arguably boring. I watched a nine-minute film on a man who <laughs> camps in his trailer you know these lorry drivers that drive and they sleep in the cabin oh yeah he basically did a film showing the bit of the cabin that he sleeps in and so it was just him going oh this is the beds and over here i've got a cupboard with an electric (laughs) kettle in it and Mm -hmm. over here i keep the tea bags and in this cupboard i've got a torch i was like oh he's got a torch as well this guy's (laughs) he's only got one torch (laughs) keeping up the chances i watched (laughs) the full nine minutes of it and uh, and they call it tramping. I think that's. I don't think it's as pejorative as it sounds. I think it's a word merge of trailer and camping. I see. So they call it tramping. And he was saying, you know, it's it's not a lot of room, but there's tens of thousands of lorry drivers that sleep like this. And I I watched it all and thought, God, that was boring. And YouTube suggested it to me based on the <laughs> other stuff that I watched. I mean, oh, yeah. What does that say about me? That, <laughs> I mean. 
But what do other people watch on YouTube? This is, I mean, it's too late in the show to start another texting, but I'd love to know what other people, I very rarely well, watch, I don't like, watch cats is, falling off No, I don't watch amusing any. virals. No, no, we're not amusing, we're yeah. amusing viral kind yeah. of guys, are yeah. we? I, um, I, I mean, I often watch... There's one called Levitating Shaman, in which um, a, a man levitates um, quite high in the air, and he's up there for a bit, and I, I can't see any strings or anything. He's generally a comical chap in robes and things. And then he, when he comes down and lands on the floor, he just looks a bit surprised to be back down again. I've watched that. I would say I've watched that between 50 and 70 times. LAUGHTER <laughs> um, but other than that, mainly Doctor Who things. Oh, right. My recommendations are all like, you know, John Pertwee interview from right 1974 there. and stuff like that. But I do like those recommendations you get from YouTube. Oh, they're great. That's the little bits of culture you discover. Johnny Car- I watched Johnny Carson. There's a classic bit of Johnny Carson from 1965 involving a tomahawk. That in terms of, I'd like, never really seen why Johnny Carson was so loved. And this one clip Hammer like, time, Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never stops, does Full toolkit, and Timmy Mallet will be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can it's, it's just, I don't want to spoiler it for anyone who might look at it, but Johnny, Johnny Carson, Tomahawk, and then the other things it then suggests, the classic bits of... Of old American chat shows, Dick oh, Cavett having an argument with the, uh, the the writer Norman Mailer. Oh, I've seen that. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. magnificent. Dick Cavett's wonderful in that. Yeah, any, okay. I think we've proved our boringness. <laughs> 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 and this is what I do. And the great thing is, we've all contributed. It wasn't our main oh, I've thing. Got, I've got more. You better play some. Of God, we definitely <laughs> need some. We need some women back on this show. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. What about going to email corner? Absolutely. Just rubbing it in. Does this spot the deliberate mistake? Oh, I just nice. thought it's too. You know. We've had an email from Todd Billy. Todd Billy. It's a lovely name. Uh, and he says, Hello, uh, Frank, Emily, and Alan. A new word to me, at any rate, has entered weather forecasting thunder snow. I know for a fact that we've been having weather since I was a boy and probably longer, <laughs> but I've never heard of this word before. Have you? I haven't. I haven't even oh. heard it on the. Weather forecast? Have you heard that? I, I've heard of it. I've seen it in an American thing. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's Thunder Snow sounds like it should be Jon Snow's Tinder profile. Having talked about YouTube, there's a very enjoyable bit on YouTube of a, of a US weatherman in the recent snows in America losing his mind because there's about seven individual bits of Thunder Snow. And it's this meteorologist just loving his job, and he's kind of he's gallivanting around in the snow. So and, is and it, I, that's the first time I'd ever heard. The I'm word. assuming it is thunder that that accompanies snow. Is that right? That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a very specific set of uh, weather conditions <laughs> that create this thunder snow. I think you need an uplifting wind. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure, but I think that is. What it. about what's happened I, to lightning? I, an uplifting I mean, thunder. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thunder always used to work with Lightning, yeah, and did, now yeah, Oh, Thunder's it's got a new on. partner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about and Thunder's now sounds better. Do you think there's going to be yeah. pained interviews with Lightning in the magazine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd become a sort of Jennifer Aniston figure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at those good... two together, eh? Thunder and Snow. <laughs> uh, look at those two on the red carpet. <laughs> I think it's great, though. Yeah. I think we should actually have more specific weather words, yeah. like, you know, <clears throat> rain, lightning. That's but you always yeah. get rain. Oh, maybe, maybe you get yeah, lightning yeah. without rain sometimes. Yeah. What, what, about, if, if there what was... about car fog? Car fog, because yeah. you only really worry about fog if you're in the car, if you're driving. <laughs> why else would you worry about fog? It's just well, fog, isn't it? I grew up in Victorian London. <laughs> <laughs> And there was as, lightning as and a snow. pedestrian, I found it fairly. I tell you what, I, I would like them to predict. You know, when you get the big sun, you know what? There's, there's like one night in the year when the sun is absolutely. It's like the last dregs of the sun at the end of the day, uh-huh. and it's massive. Yeah. It's like the biggest. It looks like that. You know, do you remember Lembit Hope? It used to say there was a meteor heading towards the earth. That's what it looked. Uh-huh. I don't know if is it, it is the sun or is it the yeah. moon. You're looking at me like it's the moon. Um, I was wondering if you meant that low winter sun that's awful. But I mean, like, like, it's massive. It's much bigger than you normally see. Oh, okay. I get confused with the sun the, and the, the mega moon. Sun. <laughs> mega sun, yeah. There it's you one go. of the mega great. Sun. It's one of the great job shares, isn't it? The sun and the moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had an email from Andy, which I think is uh, is appropriate for you to. Uh, discuss on the last link of the show team I listened with interest to your recent discussion of Bob Dylan using the phrase if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise you went on to speculate as to whom popularised this saying good grammar to whom Um, I wrote to you a a year ago to say that I had heard a clip of Hank Williams saying this at the end of his old TV show it was on Radio 4's Great Lives as usual with my emails to your show it was not read out (laughs) I'm not bitter (laughs) As a middle-aged man, I'm used to being ignored. That oh. is all, Andy. <laughs> Are you oh. sure you're not bitter, Andy? It's um, a little corner of email corner, passive-aggressive email corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like um, midlife crisis email corner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, well, uh, apparently, I had an idea it was earlier than Hank Williams, this, oh. the ending, but um, I'm happy to uh, give it to old Hank. Yeah. Oh, I love a bit of Hank. I'd say Hank uh, Williams once went on... You know, he's a notorious sort of drunkard and pill popper. Oh, good. He went on stage and said, you guys come all the way out here just to see old Hank? And they all went, yeah. And he said, well, now you've seen him. And he walked off. (laughs) (laughs) So he's quite a colourful character. I I love his song, Move It On Over. Because it's a song about uh, his wife won't let him in, so he's got to sleep in the doghouse. Uh, and so he's literally saying to the dog, move it on over, move over skinny dog, because a big dog's moving in. <laughs> but I love the thing, like, people don't sleep in dog houses anymore. No, <laughs> it's, it's just a phrase But now, the idea, because a dog house would absolutely stink. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Do people still have dog houses, though? Yeah, I don't know. It's, the kennel is dying out, isn't it? We've got a cage, and um, my, my wife has made our dog a giant uh sort of a big envelope it looks like what? a pita bread she's made this big sponge <laughs> it's like a it's like a flat thing with a sort of a lid that the dog can burrow into and go and sleep in but not in the gar indoors indoors yeah it's in oh, the okay. be careful if you arrive home really hungry <laughs> it's in the yeah, exactly <laughs> some drunkard going past it <laughs> a lot could go down and then i find they're a bit crunchy those whippets <laughs> true they're all right if you put a bit of uh, chutney or something in there is that right <laughs> yeah Okay, she's made him a big 
Yeah. Peter. <laughs> I'll bring a photo in for you. A whipping pitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it could be a thing like a whipping pitter site, so you, we can buy you. Uh, <laughs> marvellous. Yeah. Okay, um, maybe I'll get a child pitter for my son. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Hmm. Or a bap. Yeah. Child bap. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know what? It's a good. Oh, thanks for listening, by the way. Thanks again, Steve, for coming in. You've, Cheers. You've got to come in. You're, you're so on the team. It's squad rotation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out! The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.